bulletproof football. Hello, welcome to another installment of Foolproof Football Podcast. Um, today it's it's an intimate setting. Um, you're joined just by myself, Adam, and TJ. Oh, hello, Adam. We light the candles, put the children to bed, and uh, we'll close the curtains. Yeah, well, I got my PJs on. I'm snuggled up. I, I've got my Buffalo Bills dressing gown on as well. <laughs> Oh, a bottle uh, of red wine, ready to go. <laughs> a bottle of red wine and football chat to annoy you. Um, unfortunately, Des and Kevin can't make it today. Um, also, unfortunately, because it's the Thanksgiving week, is what we were discussing before we started. So, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I suppose I had to be reminded of it because it's obviously something we don't celebrate here, but uh, for all our American listeners, definitely happy Thanksgiving. and I hope we have a nice weekend. It's supposed to be a nice uh, day of football now coming up. That is the big thing, I suppose. Um, I remember we'll have some games that are kind of watchable at our time. You'll be talking about like half five Irish time in the evening. You can sit down for Bill's Lions. Um, So that is one of the best things it's about. Yeah, one of the best things. And I have the day off as well, TJ, so... Oh yeah, that's a nice one. Football pudding all over the place by the time I'm done. <laughs> right, well jump in anyway. It'll be a nice short and sweet one because we don't have Dennis's um allegations uh and Kevin trying to keep him in order. So it's spiraling into madness while coming up with ideas for how guys lose their limbs. I will miss that though. Yeah. I mean, it was always a story. But look, the big story in terms of main topics. And I wish the rest were here, TJ, just because it's evolving here, boys, the Jets. Um, oh, man. First off, the Jets-Patriots. We'll start yeah. with that. Well, just to start before we get into it, it seems that, like, I know I'm a Jets fan, a passionate Jets fan <laughs> at that, uh, but it seems like we talk about the Jets almost every single week. I know they we are yeah. they are a hot-button topic this year because... Nobody knows whether they're any good or not. And they just have, like, situations nearly every week. The drama unfolding um, with them. Like, I, I suppose the Bengals were kind of like that last year, I guess. Mm. Um, but, yeah, no, it's another week. Another hot topic coming in at that's, the Jets. That's the thing. It's, it's, it's brilliant or it's bad. There's no middle ground. No that's why the Jets yeah. always get noticed. Yeah. No, I, I don't mind talking about uh, Jets, but uh, it's a tough pill to swallow this week, I tell you that. Well, well, let's set the scene. Jets flying high, take flight, is now what they're hashtagging. Having a great year. Best mm-hmm. year they've had in a long time. Baby Jets. So coming, in, coming into the game against the Patriots on a 13-game losing streak against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. If they were to lose against the Patriots, they would break the record for the current longest losing streak the other one being the Broncos losing to the Chiefs mm-hmm. so everyone's like this is a day the Jets are going to do it they're going to break that record they're doing well this year by god it was one of the worst games of football I've seen in a long time yeah I actually uh, caught most of the game it was one of the worst games of football of all time uh, offensively there was nothing going for both teams whatsoever 
Um, you could say that the Patriots edged them out <laughs> offensively slightly. They had uh, two kicks at goal missed and decided to not go with kicks and goal and started going fourth, fourth and whatever it was at the time. <laughs> Jets stopped them each time, so it was uh, it was a bit of a. On the edge down offensively, we look at it. Mac Jones completed twenty three to twenty seven passes, two hundred and forty six yards. Nothing spectacular, but solid at least. Yeah. Zach Wilson nine of twenty two, seventy seven yards. I think it's safe to say Patriots are winning that offensive battle yeah, as bad as yeah. it was. Um, the Jets need the running game to kick off to let yeah the option of the passing game to work and the running game did not kick off it uh it was non-existent and then it just made the passing game so much worse um i, I have to like game, sorry. no i was gonna say i have to give it to like both defenses uh mm. balled out absolutely balled out like um like uh, the Patriots defense were always good one of the best in the league uh, even going into this game but they absolutely did their job in the secondary and up front they absolutely balled out and then the Jets did the exact same even though they might conceded a couple of passing yards like they had six sacks or something like that Quinnen Williams has eight sacks on the season his career record and there's seven games left to play um, <laughs> they're uh, balling out at the moment just offensively it was a tough one to watch yeah it wasn't great at all I think it was one of those games that highlighted how big of a loss Hall is going to be yeah because these seem like the sort of games maybe early in the year they might have lost it but even against tough defences he'd be able to find a few extra yards and it just did not look like I suppose Carter and Robinson both were averaging like two yards or one and a half yards a carry sort of thing they they couldn't get anything going yeah yeah, that's, that's exactly it it's still encouraging in a way that there's so much talent on the team yet mm. uh that like so much potential and young potential that um going forward into the next couple of seasons i know there's injuries this season but uh it could blossom into something better um and then obviously it comes down to the big situation that arose yeah. just today now the word that um the jets are benching zach wilson um i don't think anybody's surprised uh, I would say it moved quite quickly though, because after the game, Wilson was a bit cold. Yeah. He was like, they were asked him questions like, "Hey, look, do you think you let your defense down?" Very standard questions for a quarterback. We heard Josh Allen only a week or two ago saying, "I played like shit," or mm-hmm. "It's hard to win when I don't play well." Zach Wilson was defiant, saying, "It's not my fault we lost." You know? Yeah, that then didn't help room- his case. It didn't, and there's rumors that it kind of upset a few of the other players, and then. Salah comes out saying um, we're not I suppose well he didn't say committed but he says we're not like set on him being the definite starter like it's, he could still get benched and then, like you said they just announced yep bench him and so who's going in is it Flacco or White? Mike White yeah Mike White was uh, upgraded to QB2 um, nearly almost immediately after Flacco uh, gave up the job Fla- to Flacco uh, did so well though. <laughs> yeah, Flacco got a win. He got he was one and two. Um, I think the whole situation, right, was if you look at the number, especially the numbers, but if you look at the plays, Zach Wilson did not play well this year. 
not really yeah. for any game um but you can't really bench the quarterback that's winning new games regardless of what the situation um then when it came to the first patriots game three weeks ago he had the worst game of the season uh, and people were questioning his ability he went out and he balled out the next week and bet the bills so people are like oh, again we can't bench him because he's winning games and then when it came to this patriots game obviously the scandal after the game they're just like okay up against the bill at bears next week this is our opportunity to bench him we think we can win without him uh regardless of what happens you know uh this this is an opportunity i will say joe flacco even though he only played three games has more touchdowns uh, and less interceptions to <laughs> Zach Wilson and he's only 300 yards behind him in passing yards yeah despite he Zach Wilson playing quite four a lot more, more games or so. he did yeah. quite, throw quite a lot more and it's the reason why we lost two games actually because we threw the ball more than we ran and we didn't realize at that stage yeah. that the running game was the game where we should base our de- our offense around when Brees Hall started getting the game and sure that's the reason why Zach Wilson won games because of Brees Hall and because yeah, of Michael Carter um, I, w- I would say for Flacco I think there was it the Ravens and the Bengals um, yeah, tough words, the two yeah. losses and it's like it, it's I suppose not easy games but the weird thing is if Zach Wilson just gave the routine answers put his hands up like we've seen quarterbacks who are worse than him and better than him just say just say the standard line that you don't have to say oh I was crap or anything you just say yeah I didn't help the team today yeah because like nobody in offense helped the team but especially he him like so like regardless of how you play you could have been like you could have been Mac Jones and thrown thrown for 250 yards and still not gotten anything he still didn't help them win the game like it came from a punt return that won the game (laughs) so like uh it's one of those how how much confidence must he have after playing badly throwing 70 yards or whatever and still be like ah it's not my fault lads it didn't look good (laughs) Salah said today that he addressed the team in the team meeting and apologised for his actions and stuff like that and talked to guys individually too but like it's you should like it's it's I don't know if it's enough but we'll see but the worst thing he's done is say if Salah was like oh Jesus I don't know Zach's cutting it uh, maybe I'll bench him but fans might be like hey we're winning why are you changing it no the fans are happy like that, <laughs> oh no I'd say most of them are but when Zach Wilson does something like that it gives you an easy excuse gives it easy out like, yeah yeah it's an easy thing to be like yeah we're going with white and everyone's like yeah fair enough he was a bit of an arsehole yeah 100% that's what I'm saying like they were kind of, I say they had it in the back of their mind after the first Patriots game they definitely had it in the back of their mind after this game and then the mm. comments just killed them it gave them like Same. it gave them an easy out you know as in like it would have been a tough decision if he didn't make those comments but it was a, a, a little bit easier now that's uh, it it just shows the confidence Robert Sala actually has in the team that he can actually change quarterback and still expect to win games and I think they still can expect to win games I'm calling it now Jimmy Garoppolo to New York next year I actually thought about that today 
I'll talk about it today, and you, I wouldn't happen. mind it. Won't be opposed because Robert Sala was the defensive uh, uh, coach for San Francisco two years ago. So, and if you get the run game back, you just need a solid QB in there. There you go, man. Um, yeah, that, course, like Terry, those questions are going to be, gonna be or... those questions are going to be flying around the place after off season now. No, one hundred percent. But look, let's move on. We're not a Jets podcast, unfortunately. No, we're not. Um, so let's move on to the Giants, should we? <laughs> let's stay in New York. <laughs> we'll touch on them just to, because the two New York teams—they're kind of like a package deal. They're both teams that have been doing pretty crap recently. This year, they're doing better, um, and they seem to both decide let's have a bad week, and both did bad. Uh, we don't have to linger too much on it. But look, delighted for the Lions, but. The Giants, it, it all been going so well. Like they're seven and three. Um, yeah, like, it was a bit of a shock. Like the Lions are a good team, but they're seven and three in a surprisingly yeah. tough division. Which you mm. wouldn't say that three years ago. Three years ago it was the worst division in football, and now uh, it's the best. It's one of the best divisions in football. Yeah, I did like Giants base most of their play on their defense. And yeah. and turnover football, and it just didn't really click. Sometimes it just things don't go your way, and it seems well, the reason it didn't click was because I'd say the Lions were prepared for that. And yeah, golf, you're not throwing it too much. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta give a shout out to um, Jamal Williams. Yeah, he's finding uh, he's finding his feet now with his team. I was, I was going to put this in later as a poll, but I'm just going to say it now since we're talking about it. If you exclude quarterbacks throwing touchdowns, and you look at everyone else uh, in the league in terms of points scored this year, top 15, 14 of them are all kickers, except for Jamal Williams, who's around ninth or so. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's the you most just... weird looking table. It's all kickers, then Jamal Williams. So it's like 10 kickers, Jamal Williams, 6 kickers, or whatever way it is. And then everyone else is in wide receivers and running backs. That's insane. Yeah, he's just a red zone threat, though. And dead right, like, because. <sighs> Not if you have Swift on your team, like me in fantasy. It's killing <laughs> yeah. me every time they get to the red zone. I see Jamal Williams punch it in. Yeah. I had the Giants defense last week who got me minus one point <laughs> yeah, well you, got a, you got a win in a competitive six. even though I presumed yeah or even though I presumed they were going to concede like they were going to get I thought they were going to get loads of turnovers they usually do but... well, that's a, that, yes they're exactly um, but look Giants do we think they bounce back now or so what happens They've got their they've got their game on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Tough game. That's Big a game. tough game. As I said, this is a seriously tough division, man. Mm. You have the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, they're drawing with them seven and three. Um, two phenomenal scores, by the way. Uh, Eagles, obviously, um, they're upset last week, but uh, they're still probably going to win out division nine and one. And then you've the sneaky Commanders coming up the rear who uh, are not out of it by Finally. any means they're not out of it by any means which is insane um so it's kind of like the bills and the dolphins division um mm. that a uh, you're talking a lot of contenders in this one division um i think the giants will bounce back will it be the cowboys 
close one, um, but they could bounce back. And uh, looking at the other teams in the conference, they still are in for a shout for a wild card game. If there was ever a game to bounce back, though, Thanksgiving against the Dallas Cowboys, eating turkey legs after beating them—that is the morale boost you want. You gotta beat America's team on America's beat Day. Beat America's, yeah, exactly. That's what you want. Where um, is it? Oh, I think is it in New York? Hold on. Cold day. Da, da. Gonna run that football. No, it's in. It's in Dallas. AT and T. Right. That's oh. even better. Go over to America's team, beat them, and eat their turkey on America's Day. I think that's gonna be a good game, man. Look forward to that yeah, one. Yeah, uh, big one it. for the Cowboys too. Like the Cowboys, like. The last game, fair enough, it was a massive game for Dak because people are just like, oh, is Dak really good? I don't know. Mm. I thought I played far better last week. and uh, Yeah, sure, we can touch on that, the Vikings, because the Vikings are also playing Thanksgiving. Yeah. Against the Patriots. So, yeah, yeah, so Cowboys, I suppose. We have the Giants coming in, a bit of dip in form after that surprising loss to the Lions, who are also playing Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, on the flip side, the Cowboys come in absolutely rocking it now. Yeah, rocking it, but man, they are such a flip the coin team, though. Uh, yeah. Like, I know they're playing well, and like, I know they're 7 and 3, but you don't know what team you're going to get coming out the gate. Like, they're not. I think this game is tough for the Cowboys. I think it is tough, and it's gonna take a lot of grit. Now, um, is there like it? It shows in the running game with the Cowboys too that Pollard is obviously taking, um, uh, taking the brunt these days. Mm-hmm. But I think he's thriving. He's been with the team quite a long time now, uh, underutilized, and uh, people can see that for a fact. Uh, Zeke Elliott better watch out because he's playing awful awful well this is something I've been saying for a while that Tony Pollard is probably a better overall running back at this moment in time I used that argument I think when I was trading him away in fantasy football which has bitten me now that uh, (laughs) Hall is injured yeah but Pollard is he's a freak yeah, see, he's really good in the middle of the field for those explosive plays. Um, he's he's not one-dimensional as well, and um, he makes he makes quite a lot of yards. But the fact that he's getting fifty percent of the snaps shared with Ezekiel Elliott is uh, is just showing how much he's coming along and how much mm-hmm. they're utilizing him now, which is. Uh, which is great. Because that's the thing. Zeke is going to be that sort of, I suppose, red zone threat. Mm-hmm. But you forget Pollard is still, I think, two years younger than Zeke as well. Like, yeah. It's, See, it's, it's, it's the, the age old classic with running backs. Yeah. But uh, Pollard is unbelievable out of the backfield, too. Like, he can yeah. he can pop up, catch the ball so well. Um, and it's something is Zeke isn't the best at he'd be better at bursting through the line on the goal line but uh, Pollard is will better you, in the middle of the field when you say that I just get flashbacks of hard knocks to when Zeke is trying to remember how or he's trying to learn how to wrap Christmas presents <laughs> struggling <laughs> bad with uh, depth perception trying, there 
You need someone to play him a YouTube video for him to see how to do it. <laughs> Still can't get over that. that I, I, for, at that point, I know we, we're going back to this wrapping the Christmas presents, but at that moment in time, I thought that's sad. He's never given people presents before. Then I realised he was already in the league for a number of years making millions. He just probably doesn't <laughs> wrap them himself. <laughs> oh. Uh, I'm trying to see, yeah... Thanksgiving football is going to be good Cowboys now to be fair poor Kirk Cousins the amount of times they sacked that man on Sunday yeah the offensive line for the Vikings isn't it was never been really the best uh, but I think the coverage the coverage in the secondary from the Cowboys is awesome like it's really really good um, so obviously Jefferson and stuff doesn't have as much time mm-hmm. he needs more time to make plays which make Kirk hold it just a little bit longer and it just results in sack. Little things like that can uh, uh, result in sacks all the time. And sure, uh, Parsons is just a freak. So. I was just about to say that. Parsons, he was saying, he tweeted something like, what's a defensive player going to do to win the MVP or something like that? You know, like He's like, I got a question. What are we going to do oh, to win it? Man. Do you Not reckon wrong. he'd be in that conversation? Uh, no, because he is yeah. defensive. But uh, I think he's well. He's a shoe in for the defensive player of the year. Yeah. Um, especially this year, he's just he's just doing everything with the success of the Cowboys too. Uh, as long as he stays fairly healthy, I think he's a shoe in. Um, people will give out uh, that he won't be in contention, but. Um, if the likes of Mahomes continues his stride, I don't know. I don't know how they can't give it to a QB. Unfortunately, you have that with all positions, though. Wide receivers, running backs, it's all your... I don't you've get got it. a disadvantage against the QBs. I... I people, yeah. yeah, I find... if you, Remember the year, it was two years ago, or was it three years ago now? Jeez, it could be three years ago. Michael Thomas's like record-breaking yeah. year. Do you remember that? Yeah. If he didn't get it that year nobody outside of QBs will ever get it. If you can break wide receiver records, single season records uh, for how well you do um, as a wide receiver, you can never take it off a QB, you know? And it's one of those things. I don't know if it'll ever change. Maybe it will, but the, the people voting on it, their mentality is, look, the QB has the ball in his hands the most. He has yeah. the most influence. He is the most valuable, whoever the best is. That's true. Well, I get, I get that, sometimes. I get that mentality, but it's, yeah. it's kind of sad in a way, you know. Like I want to see a kicker get it. Yeah, a kicker did once. Oh, I want to see it. I want like McPherson or someone, you know. One team, <laughs> the only person who scores is their kicker for the entire year. That's what I want to see. Uh, what your man for the Raiders is on a massive streak, isn't it, Carlson? <laughs> he's not on, like... up their win record. <laughs> no, but he's on like a forty-five. Uh, kick streak or something like that. Something pretty good. Something Speaking of Raiders, look, we'll do a bit of a wrap up of some notable things. They bet the Broncos in overtime. Russell Wilson, what is going on? <laughs> say the say the bet that's going on there, TJ. See, they're doing uh, see old Seahawks play calling now to try and get him into rhythm, and it's not working. For God's sake! But what what's the bet, TJ? We were chatting beforehand about uh, his touchdowns this year. Oh yeah, so some guy is doing a bet that 
uh, Russell Wilson will get less touchdowns than the amount of bathrooms he has in his new house. He currently has 12 bathrooms. Uh, that hasn't changed from last week, and it's not going to change <laughs> next week. But he will. Uh, uh, he only has, was it nine, eight or nine touchdowns, I think. That's absolutely bonkers. For him. Because he had no touchdowns last week. He's got seven touchdowns. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. Seven and touchdowns. We're just over halfway through the season, so... He's got one more than Baker Mayfield. He's doing absolutely horrendous this year and hasn't played for so many games. What is going on with Russell Wilson? Yeah. And they also got That's rid of mad. Melvin Gordon this week, just too. Joe, Joe Flacco has the same amount, I think, after playing three games. <laughs> That's it's tough going. But what's crazier is what sort of psychopath has 12 bathrooms in their house? <laughs> Giselle. Or not Giselle. Giselle. What Giselle. was she getting? She's trays fired at her there. Uh, uh, Sierra, is it? I think it is, isn't yeah, it? He's, he's married to some celebrity. Likes in um, bathrooms. 12 bathrooms, though. Like, how's that practical? Unless he's got, like, some sort of irritable bowel thing or something. I don't know. Like, why would you need that many in your house? Where does he keep the toothbrush? Hmm. I've seen that in the same as Sierra's. Like, could you imagine? Like, ah, oh, I left the toothbrush in the other bathroom and it'll be ten minutes. I don't get it. I'd love to, I might look up a tour of his house just to understand it a bit more. <laughs> um, speaking of people who might be stuck at house under house arrest, maybe, uh, Todd Downing, the Titans... Uh, offensive coordinator unfortunately Kevin isn't here to defend him but uh, they had a good win in Lambeau Field and apparently not apparently I suppose he got stopped for a DUI on his way home but he got stopped in Tennessee um, coming home from the airport apparently so now the NFL are investigating because there's strictly meant to be a policy of no drink I think on the team bus or team flight back from a game which I don't Sneaking really. A few do you buy it, TJ? You see the videos of Kirk Cousins shirtless with the chains, everyone dancing around. Oh yeah, and I stuff. don't buy that for a second, man. I always assumed they were getting drunk, like. Yeah, they are. Maybe I'm it's wrong. Lies, but I say they just don't broadcast it. Like they're hardly all sitting there watching MacGruber on their flight home, or <laughs> doing eight hours a leg exercises like Russell Wilson or something two is two is well he's a poor guy um is there any other games you want to touch on before we move on no I'd say I'd say we'll touch on them going through our awards anyway so yeah no worries sure look we'll start off first we don't have Dennis here we'll play his team song but my leg we've got Dennis's injury quarter without yeah. Dennis there's a lack of truth here today a lot of lack of truth uh, look this will be a bit of a quick one I've just taken some there we can discuss um, speaking of Micah Parsons he did leave the game for a bit with an injury on his knee yeah now they asked him after because uh, we were saying if he stays fit and he said his knee was cool <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't think you need a prescription for that so I think uh, I think he's all good to go Hopefully he is though. We've seen him before in the league where someone's like, "Yeah, he's not injured," and then it happens to them. They get it, they come out and get injured. He's returned to limited practice. They said, 
Oh, he'd be fine then. I'd say they're just resting him and like just like at this stage of the season with their valuable players they don't train them as hard they just do walkthroughs with them and they'd be there for next week guaranteed well speaking of I suppose we're saying I should be fine or that but um, another one I had was uh, Matt Stafford re-entering concussion protocol after being taken out of it what happened to Rams man not well, Stafford's having an awful year, but apparently the NFL Player Association are going to investigate the Rams now as well because Stafford was in concussion protocol, got out of it, comes out to a game, concussed again, has to leave back into it. He's always in the wars, man. Oh, and he's the sort of player who'll play through it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other two I've kind of mentioned here, uh, Justin Fields is having a shoulder injury evaluated. Apparently, we'll get more info today. Um, I'm not too sure. I haven't seen anything pop up yet about that. I don't know. Have you seen anything with it? No, I didn't see anything now. It mustn't be that big if it's. Hopefully not. And then there's oh, Mike Williams doing his ankle thing again. Yeah. Um, again being the key thing. Now, look, we could go on some sort of thing about Dennis isn't here maybe he's off I don't know getting people concussed or evaluating <laughs> he's doing the concussion evaluations man he's just Dennis clearing is, everybody Dennis is being investigated by the NFL <laughs> Players Association for putting players in a risky situation I think should get a photo of him in the blue tent just looking out <laughs> I'm actually that's what I want the thumbnail whatever we're doing Dennis's corner now is him no, he'll be he's not a shady doctor from uh, any given Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Who plays him? He was in oh, what was his name? James Woods. Good... Yes, it? it is James Woods. It is yeah. James Woods. Yeah, that's, that's, I want Dennis's face on him <laughs> when he's just like, yeah, just give him a shot of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were very accurate, but look, we'll play his intro again. Wherever he is, uh, whichever NFL team he's working with, that'll bring him a bit of joy. For sure. And let's move over to the regular. So um, we're going to go into our awards of the week. Um, again, winners, losers, trap cards are wild stories. Um, I suppose some of them we've already kind of covered already today, um, so we won't have to delve into them too much. Some of the nominations from the likes of Dennis and Kevin, we can maybe do an interpretation to yeah. why they nominated them. Um, first up, TJ, who do you have for your winner of the week? Uh, I I had Jimmy G. Um, Jimmy has got an awful lot of slack since coming in, obviously, with um, uh, not being named a starter, but obviously coming in. And his in. links to various porn stars. Exactly. Uh, but it, he kind of had a rough enough start um, and still having a rough season but he balled out last week obviously he got helped with Kelsey you know Kevin's going to mention that but mm. um, yeah no I think it's a, it's a great step in the right direction at the right time of the year I think uh, San Francisco really need a ball on now to make a good playoff run I think they will um, 
But um, no, it's great. It's great. You great had them picked quite highly in your preseason predictions. I have them to win it. I thought or get to the final. Yeah, I had it from Trey, the start. I still do. That was with Trey Lance, so it, it could still happen with Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, no, I I don't think the quarterback is going to make the team. I think the team's class. The running backs are class. The offensive line's yeah. class, and their defense is class. Um, mm. obviously their uh, quarterback situation isn't ideal, but I still think their team is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I know for myself, my winner uh, of the week was Tony Pollard, who we talked about. Look, he's looking bigger and better than ever. Mm-hmm. And now there's a lot of people, whether it's just pundits, uh, analysts, or people online, kind of saying maybe it is time to phase Dak into just a, like a Jamal Williams sort of role where <laughs> red zone position and keep Tony for the the big year. The Zeke, you mean, yeah. Or sorry, Zeke. Uh, Who did I say? Dak. Dak, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put Dak in the running back position there. Okay, sometimes I wonder. (laughs) No, so yeah, Tony P was my suggestion. Kev went with Travis Kelsey, probably to remind me that I was up against him in fantasy, and he put up 30-odd points against me. Yeah, he's class. Dennis had a bit of a nice curveball one. You heard about Blake Martinez. And uh, no, so Dennis's Dennis's nomination was Blake Martinez, um, selling a Pokemon card for six hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. Jesus, is he a player? Uh he was with the Las uh, Vegas Raiders. He just re- he was a starter, but he just retired from the NFL. Apparently, I don't wow. think it's to do with him pocketing six hundred and seventy-two thousand from a Pokemon card. But a lot of people are saying. NFL player makes this much money a Pokemon card decides to retire <laughs> um, so apparently look the, the article about it said they reached out to him he didn't get back to him um, and look I don't know it's a bizarre story he could have went into our wild stories but yeah. Dennis said you know what that's a winner and do you want do you want to know it worked for him he won Winner of the week is Blake Martinez's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah, well, he didn't turn up today, so it doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's look at our loser of the week then. Uh, so loser of the week. Uh, Who do you have, TJ? I had the Broncos, but I should have put mm. Russell Wilson. Uh, I think the Broncos just in general are <laughs> just pathetic this year. Um, like I think I've had both Raiders and Broncos already as my losers uh, many okay. times throughout <laughs> this but it was, uh, it was literally a game a loser versus loser and the biggest loser is the Broncos losing to the Raiders <laughs> for uh, Broncos both 3-7 and seven, I think they've been two useless teams um, I think my loser of the week I went for Al Zach Wilson we've talked about that um, just his overall the way he carried himself in the interview yeah, I thought was bad the loser um, then we have I need to just double check who gave which now here um, Kev gave the Vikings as his loser um, obviously because they've been on a hot streak yeah. finally lost we talked about that and Dennis went with Melvin Gordon um <laughs> It was mainly on the fact that Dennis has Melvin Gordon fancy football. He was, f- <laughs> he was furious that he's just been waived. 
So Melvin Gordon, he got he's nine points. He's questioning what a wave was. He, was <laughs> he, he, he said to us the other day, it's like, what does wa- being wave mean? He's like, oh, he's dropped from the team. He's like, shite, what the fuck? <laughs> to be fair, I don't want to put him on blast, but uh, he was looking at the points. He's like, he got nine points, but he's also fumbling a lot. Yeah, he fumbled um, for the fifth time this season, a really yeah. crucial time, and they just fucking got rid and look, if this makes Dennis feel a bit better, uh, Melvin Gordon was our loser the week. So that's two for two for Dennis. It's yeah. very strange. He passed through waivers as well, so no one wanted to take that contract. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have our trap card, our wildest thing of the week. Mm. Um, and that was down to, well, actually, we'll keep the same sort of routine. TJ, who do you have? I have Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he does this every year, man. He has one game and everyone just goes, you know what, Andy Dalton isn't too bad. He is bad. Stop living in the lie. I know he won. I know he played well. But he played so bad the last couple of weeks. He's trash. I think he is a trap. And he should, like... um, It's, like, fair enough. He's He's not really the starter. But, like, he's just... Don't believe in Andy Dalton. That seems very harsh. Imagine that's trashing on a but Don't still. believe in that. Don't, don't, don't do it. Oh, James Winston was very distraught, saying he was like lost his job because of injury, and you shouldn't. He said in football, he was taught that you never lose your job because of injury, which I couldn't believe. I like James, but it's so common someone loses their job. Yeah, that was injury. quite well, actually. Drew Bledsoe says hello and Tom Brady takes those rings off um, let's go over I suppose Kev had Rams from first to last uh, yeah. a wild story yeah and then Dennis had Eagles look rocked still got the win but they look shaky uh, no I think that's just mid-season uh, dip happens to all good teams they'd be fine well, I'll tell you what, we had a, a a big mix of stuff. So we actually had a three-way tie, TJ. It's easier just to say Dalton was not part of that three-way what was yours? tie. Did you say it? Oh, sorry. Mine was the Jets versus Pats game, which we talked about. Oh, yeah. Just because of how terrible it was. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Dalton didn't get on the mix, I'm afraid. <laughs> Good. You didn't get any attention. Good. But that, that means all of Dennis's nominations technically were winners, even if one was a tie. Doesn't count. Oh, well, that's a bit of a shame. Right, uh, we'll keep it moving. Um, I suppose I'll move on to like Kev's segment, which is the fact of the week. Um, so we don't have Kev here, obviously, to deliver it. Um, it's not really a quiz or anything like that. It's not um, a poll. It's not. It's just more of an actual fact or a piece of trivia. Now, Kev did say to me that he doesn't know if this is a, strictly the truth. He hasn't fact checked it, but it's a <laughs> fact that he saw online, and we're, I full faith in him. Okay. Um, so in the second half of the <laughs> New York Jets versus Patriots game, we're sticking with it. New York averaged 2.7 inches of offense per play. Yeah, I heard that as well. I think they're right. I actually heard that uh, fact as well. 
and I want to know what's what's so funny. Like, there's nothing funny about two point seven inches. If anything, that's average. <laughs> yeah, it's average, about yeah. It's average. Like, <laughs> I would go, I'd go beyond. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are these people turning their nose up at that? Yeah. Well, they haven't seen a real man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was an interesting. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if it is true. To be honest, there was nothing happened second half. You have to take it life an inch at a time. <laughs> Some, sometimes two point seven at a time. Ah, yeah. Poor Zach, got uh, a bit more than that, and some poor mom. <laughs> oh God, we're telling off it. That's a legend. We don't know. Uh, yeah. We don't know the size. Uh, <laughs> Right, we've got to be carried away with ourselves yeah. here uh, with the talk of inches. But um, no, I think that's us. Look, like we said, a bit of a quicker one this week. Hopefully next week we'll have everyone back where we'll look back over Thanksgiving football a lot to unwrap there. And mm. then we'll start pushing towards Christmas specials soon, I'd imagine. Whoop, whoop. For next week's one where we're talking about Thanksgiving football, we may look at Dennis, if you're listening, get some royalties for Bruce Springsteen music so we can be real patriotic. I don't know how expensive it'll be. He should be on the losers thing with his whole ticket debacle. Wait, Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) Yeah. He's he's doing this like... I know it's totally not related to football. Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, so basically, he, there's this like new. He implemented this new form of like ticket buying. So the more tickets that are bought, like the more expensive the next ticket's going to be. And it ended up that like the tickets at the end are like two thousand, three thousand dollars or something like this. People were still playing, and it's just absolutely outrageous. Like, don't give the NFL any ideas. We'll start doing that. Didn't work, but he made a lot of money out of it. That's it. We must get him involved with our finances. So, tickets for the live podcast sessions we'll be doing. Yeah, Wembley Arena. Live from uh, Viva Lansdowne. Yeah. All right. I suppose we'll wrap it up there. Goodbye and God bless for myself. Crystal glass, guys. Yeah, and um, keep keep around for the truth sometimes. Foolproof football. What the heck? What the heck?